Hello and welcome back to the Be About It podcast. We are running a day late. We'll get to that in a little bit. As I, of course, there is plenty to talk about. There has been a lot going on this week. Man, I cannot believe this. But we'll get started with the first thing on my mind, which is the back to school. Oh yes, it's that fun time of the year as parents fight for supplies. We rip anything we can off the shelf because it's the last one if we're that lucky. Then we get to lose a little bit of sleep because we got to get up extra early to wake the kids up who have been sleeping till noon all week, all year, or summer, or in my case, three o'clock. As I then, as I we get to, as I wake them up, get them ready, wake them up again. You know, as I get them something to eat, wake them up third time. Hopefully, it's to keep them on their feet. If that doesn't work, spray them with a spray bottle, get them up and out of the bed. I was like, but you know. I mean, it is a little, I was like, you know, I remember back in the day, you know, whenever we were kids, it was never that bad. Yeah, it was that bad. Let's not kid ourselves. I was like, we were terrors. I was like, there was no, we are going to be good getting up. No, my ritual going back to school whenever I was a kid was I was staying up as late as I can that last week so that that final week or that final day, I can stay up all night and go to school so I won't be late. And then stay up all through the day, get home, and go directly to bed. That was my routine every single year. It never failed me. So I know the kind of craziness that uh, kids will do and parents will not allow nowadays. Because I don't even allow that. But, you know, we get to fight for the supplies. I was like, then we finally get everything. We're like, yay, we take it up there. Expecting, like, teachers be like, oh, thank you. And they're like, oh, God, you got everything. Wow. Like, yeah, I started like three months ago. <laughs> Got it, though. You're you're welcome. Don't know what you need 18 boxes of tissue paper for, but, you know, brock it out. I was like, expect some paper mache, some spit wads, some things like that. I'm like, whatever we got to do. But we all, I was like, I myself, I lose that extra hour of sleep because I got to go to work. And after, and now I go to work and I'm there early. And I was like, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, what the hell am I going to do now? All right. But, you know, baby girl's first week, yes, she she made it to school on time. She got in her classes. And all we heard was that first day, my bestie's not in any of my classes. Gee, what am I going to do? And let me tell you something. Since her bestie's not in any of her classes, no distractions, she comes home, she finishes her homework in like 30 seconds. And then she's like, oh, this is so easy. I'm like, yeah, it's amazing what happens when you can pay attention. I'm I'm just like, okay, now I know what the problem was. It was not the teachers at all. It was her not being able to focus because... She was, hey, look at this, look at this, look, I draw this frog, and now the frog is eating the fly, now the frog is throwing up the fly, and now my dog is eating the fly on the throw up. You know, and that's kind of things that, you know, you have your best friend right next to you, and you're going to do. I mean, we've all been there, we've all done that. We ha- Except our teachers were a lot meaner back in the day. I mean, these teachers are way too nice these days. Like missing on a lot of steps on it, but you know the one thing I do miss the most, and I do mean the most, uh, and I, about kids being out of school, is the traffic to work. 
Traffic used to be nice and neat and easy. Let's go. But now, it is an extra like 20 minutes onto the drive because there's always traffic every day. It doesn't matter what time you leave. Leave 20 minutes early, 20 minutes late, drop off, get pick up a coffee, whatever you're going to do, it doesn't matter. They're always going to be traffic. And that's just the way it is with school is in session. <clears throat> but outside of that, the, the first week was not too bad. She got to miss a day because I messed up and scheduled her optometrist appointment. I was like, I thought it was the week before school, but it was the first week of. So she got to miss a day there. And while I was at it, I'm like, well, since you're missing a day, I was like, might as well schedule a dentist appointment. So I knocked it all out in one day. I was like, got it all done. So here we are, dentist appointment, optometrist, good. We got it all done. No more missing for anything like that. All right, sweet, we're done. Ah. And then we get to the day where we're taking her in. I was like, and she is actually enjoying it and not doing too bad. I was like, I hadn't made any new friends yet. But I was like, I think she's going to make a few by the end of the year. And that's just the, the nature of it. But even this week, the second week, she got to miss another day. Because we got had to go to Missouri this weekend to celebrate a uh, in-law's retirement from the army uh personally want to thank him if he's listening for his 32 years of service to this country it was an amazing achievement the ceremony was beautiful it was great his uh, colleagues his fellow soldiers they all got up there talked to him said some great things about him uh makes you very proud that he was part of it and was able to last and retire all the tours that he's done and we had a nice little uh, ceremony right at, or a little, we we're going to call it a barbecue. But it was in Missouri. And I don't know about y'all, but I question any, I was like, barbecue north of Oklahoma myself. That, but you know, that's just me being the Texan that I am. But still great. And again, a lot of his people that he served with over the years, I was like higher ranks, lower ranks, all got together. Uh, they were saying some new, uh, some stories about him, roasting him on a few different things, things that he had messed up over the years, things that he had gotten right. Uh, but the one very big thing that I noticed that everybody said was a how much of a privilege it was to work or serve with a man of his character and his well-being that they felt like it was a privilege and an honor. So I want to give uh, that a big shout uh, give Mike a big shout out on that one on his uh, retirement and a congratulatory. Hopefully looking forward to several years of fun and exciting home life. Man, I just made that sound way too much fun. Yeah, I was like, I give it about two, three months. He'll be bored. He'll be building something, making something. He'll be going. I was like, you just, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just not one of them people. If I, Once I retire, I'm going to have a part-time job, like working two or three days a week, travel all over, whatever. But the nice little travel to Missouri, the one thing I can say is the first day, it was 98. I think I took the hot weather from Texas all the way up there. Then the second day, by the end of the day, it was in the 80s. And I'm like, oh, what is this? 
<laughs> hold on. Even woke up that uh, first morning and there was a sprinkling outside. I'm like, oh my God, it's rain. It is raining, y'all. Everybody else is like, yeah, it does this. I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's raining. But, you know, everybody looking at me weird on it. I'm like, I'm trying to dance at it. I'm like, I'm going to bottle this up, take it home so everybody believes me. Luckily, on, on the way back, you know. Now, we always stop at Bucky's. We even went out of our way to stop at Bucky's this year, this trip. But I ain't going to lie, I have to. Because I'll never hear the end of it if we don't. So, go out of the way. We stop at Bucky's. Got that uh, there. And we stop on the way back. I was like, we make some travels through Arkansas. We saw the original... Not the original, but the home office of Walmart and the testing Walmart. Apparently, they got some stuff in there set up to where it's like all different. It's set up as a where it's all the stuff that they ain't releasing to every Walmart until they know how well it's going to sell. Personally, that should be done in Texas. We will make sure that that stuff sells. (laughs) I mean, come on, throw some weird shit out there. We are going to buy it. But we finally made it home after a nine and a half hour drive home. Three Walmarts, because the first two were the wrong two. Thank you, honey. And, so, and everybody else, some people got a nap. Some people got to view the scenery. Some people got to stay on their phone for nine hours. And while well, I'm driving, and I'm like, just they're like, you okay? I'm like, shut up. Leave me the hell alone. Let me drive. Do you want to drive? Oh, God, no. I like, you want me to drive? No. <laughs> Like, well, it doesn't seem like you want to drive. It's like, I know, it's me driving. It's the other idiots over there that are driving like a 40 and a 70. I was like, and they were like, why don't you want me to drive? I'm like, because I don't want to have a heart attack. I don't want to die. We're in the country. There ain't a hospital for at least 30 miles. I'm dead if that happens. I can't take that chance. But, you know, we had a nice trip. We had a first good couple weeks of school, as an overall, and I think she's got another three-day weekend coming up. God, it's so nice to be a kid. Oh, man. I am. I wish I would have listened to the parents back then. I would have failed five or six years. I mean, I would have been like a 30-year-old getting out of high school, but damn, it would have been great. I was like, oh, God, it's horrible. But, you know, we had a nice little, I was like, trip. Got back here. We even brought some of that rain back to Texas. Uh, I was like, man, it was like 75 whenever we rolled through here. I'm like, you're welcome, DFW. Brought it back. The rain lasted all of like 10 minutes, and then it was gone. And then we were right back up into the 80s, and I'm pretty, pretty sure it got to the 90s before it was all said and done. But we'll take a little break. As I come back, we got plenty to talk about this, uh, this time because there has been a lot happening this week. So we will be right back and stick around. Oh, thank you. And we are back. Got a little break there, got a little drink, got a little time away and gathered myself so we can get started on the rest. There has been a busy week, been a busy few weeks when you talk about, yes, it is football season again, people. That means for the next 19 to 22 weeks, we will be unavailable on Sundays. Every football fan out there. Doesn't matter. Male, female, young, old. Sundays. As a, you go to church, you go watch football. That's it. As a, that is your Sunday. It is done. Now, me being the Cowboys fan that I am, I'm going to talk a little bit about what I've been seeing. 
And the biggest thing I can say is, what are they planning on doing? They got uh, oh Trey Lance they're trading for, giving up a fourth round pick, which for a third overall is a great deal, but considering he's injury prone, and he'll probably sit behind Dak anyways. But what do you do? You have as like uh, Will Greer coming out and throwing for three hundred yards, and how do you say, hey, uh, I'm gonna cut you because I'm trading for this guy? Makes no sense to me. I mean, what? How many quarterbacks are they planning on carrying? Uh, I mean, what are they gonna do? Then they have, oh, Cooper Rush that they signed to a deal in the off season. So I mean, you're gonna carry four quarterbacks? What are you gonna do? I mean, it makes no sense to me at all. What you're planning on? One of these players is gonna get cut, and thanks to this preseason, they are gonna get paid. I was like, well, Cooper Rush is gonna get paid from last year. Anyways, because he, what he did. But, uh, you know, there's been a lot of good things come out of the preseason. We have the old Deuce Vaughn coming out, running, and just killing it every play he can get out there. I was like, uh, not this week, but last week for sure, and the, and the week prior. I mean, so he's making a statement. He's like, I'm I'm going to earn my spot. Six-round pick. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to make this is my spot to lose. And he is making a strong case for it. Uh, you got Tony Pollard going to come in and start, be the starter, which I'm actually excited about that. Uh, I've enjoyed watching Tony Pollard w- run for the past few years. I thought he was explosive out of the backfield. Glad to see he's getting this payday this year. Hopefully they lock him down for a long term, depending on what he's won with the Cowboys won. But I'd love to see where he's going to go uh, starting uh, with a starting job. Because I think he's just got all the tools, speed, quickness, quick cut. And he's good out of the backfield. Now, don't get me wrong, he is not as good as Zeke was blocking. Sorry, got to give it to Zeke on that. Zeke found himself a home with the Patriots, got himself a haircut. He's like, all right, here we go, let's go. But, uh, I'm ex- I mean, I think with the, like, even if they pick uh, Deuce Vaughn or even Malik Davis, I mean, I mean, you have good choices for the uh, one-two punch on a running back. Uh, to be honest, the Cowboys are not looking bad at all. Then we got a solid receiving core. Uh, C.D. Lamb coming. He's going to be the number one. And, I mean, he just gets better and better every single year. So he is not going to be the weak link on this one going out. He's going to be something special again. And now my big question, and this is pretty much any Cowboy fans, how's Dak going to do this year? I mean, we all got our hopes way up at rookie season. I mean, we're like, wow, this guy's amazing. He's great through four interceptions. And he really hadn't done that since. I mean, because they figured out what it, what it takes to rattle Dak. I was like, but don't get me wrong. Dak is a solid leader. He'll get out there. He'll take control of that offense. And the fact that he's been put in the playoffs a couple times and the 49ers have beaten us for the past couple of years, but it's always that last play. The Cowboys are in it all the way till the end. And of course, one of my probably my favorite player on the Cowboys right now, Micah Parsons, is taking ownership of that defense. Finally, uh, he did that last year, and he is making it his. He is the leader on that team uh, defense now. And with him at the helm, I think that defense is just doing nothing but getting more and more aggressive. I think we're going to go after the ball. Then, <clears throat> uh, then uh, going to get more interceptions, more takeaways. 
Uh, I think we have a top two, top three defense, solid across the board uh, offense. I think we're going to be a top ten. I mean, overall, I think a top ten, if not a top five, depending on how. I was like, well, everybody's functioning, working together. So, but like I mentioned it a minute ago, but bringing in that Trey Lance, and now. Okay, I, I mean, I understand he was good in college, but he hasn't really done anything. I mean, he got his uh, job taken away by a backup, which is how everything goes, but he ain't even given a shot. The 49ers are like, can I get a fourth round for him? And they're, like, taking that. That is insane. Well, you know what? That's kind of good karma because we kind of did the same thing with Amari Cooper. I was like, this is just us getting getting to come backs on it, I guess. But uh, hoping to develop him under Dak. Like, they're planning on Dak being gone in a couple years and having him take over. I'm sorry, Dak, if he stays healthy, he's got another four or five years. He's got another big contract coming. You're going to have to make a decision, Jerry. Uh, so you better get your ducks in a row and figure out what you're going to do. Because if Dak is winning and he's winning you championships, are you gonna cut him? You're gonna say, No, Dak, we don't need you anymore. Yeah, no, you're gonna have to you're gonna sign him and you're gonna release uh your other quarterbacks. I mean they're gonna go someplace else. So hard tri- like hard uh decisions to make in the near future and the, that's a few years out. I was like, but uh I did see all that lovely Raider Nation, cowboy hating as a TikToks all over Facebook, man, th- that whole city was hating. I was like, I don't want to say that whole region of the country was hating on the Cowboys, man. I'm like, but uh, I was like, it is preseason, but I'm gonna gloat a little bit. Ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. Yeah, I was like, don't gloat like that. We know better than that. Come on. I was like, look at what happens. I was like, you gloat. I was like, you always lose. I was like, come on, you started writing checks your ass can't cash. I was like, you, I mean, what really do you have over there? I mean, I mean, I can't, I mean, that team's been shuffled around and kicked around and I was like, traded away, cut players. I mean, I don't even know who's on that team anymore. Oh, yeah, they got Jimmy G. What happened to him? Oh, yeah. Whoopsie. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I, I mean, I would have stopped talking trash when that happened. But that's just me. I was like, hey, you know, uh, with Cowboys, we're going 5-11 and 11 all them years. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to talk trash. I was like, if we win a one, hey, sweet. They'll screw it up next week. I was like, but I was like, I'm going to keep cheering, keep rooting them, hope for the best, but expecting the worst on it. So, but I think we got a good season now. I'm, I'm, you know, if as far as football goes overall, I mean, in the AFC, all roads go through Kansas City, and that's just a simple truth. Mahomes is a once in a generation talent. Uh, he is, uh, he showed that he can give away the best receiver in the league, and still get it done. So, tell me what I mean. You got to figure out what it's going to take to stop him. He's got to have a bad day, and you got to have an exceptional day. Uh, <clears throat> but as far as as like uh, AFC is concerned, it's going straight through Mahomes. 
I was like, I think there's a couple, but Joe Burrow, he, uh, it was like Josh Allen and Buffalo, he, they're going to give him a run for his money. Uh, Lamar Jackson might. I mean, it's uh, I mean, he you really got a standout player on a team that isn't really doing anything else, uh, which can win. I mean, it's it's happened in the past, but I think it's what, what uh, Kansas City has all together. I think that they are the team to beat in the AFC. Uh, NFC, uh, you got a ton of players. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's go back to the AFC for just a second because we have Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. Now, has anybody noticed he's literally following the exact same footsteps of Brett Favre? I mean, exact. That's where Brett... I mean, if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Vikings or Bears in a couple in a year, then I'm going to be like, man, that is just the path every Green Bay... I mean, uh, ex-player must take... Ex-quarterback must take at that point. But... <clears throat> it's... Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not. I mean, uh, Jets are going to be an eight and nineteen. I mean, uh, maybe a nine and eight. I mean, if they make the playoffs, I'll be surprised. Don't not taking anything away from Aaron Rodgers, great player, Hall of Famer, first ballot automatically. But it's his time. He just needs to uh, admit it. He doesn't have what he had ten years ago. He has, a, has enough to keep relevance and make plays, but he does not have what it takes. you got to have a solid team around him to build championships. But now to the NFC. I think we have, as, a, as much as I hate to admit it, uh, the NFC chalked up with all the talent in the world. we got Philadelphia and the Cowboys that will be in the playoffs. You have San Francisco solidly in the playoffs. Uh if Seattle does what they did last year, they'll be in the playoffs. But there is so much talent in the NFC. I don't know if you could pick one. I mean, my personal favorite and hope is going to be the Cowboys. But I think if they are going to get over that hump, it will have to be through San Francisco because that team is progressively getting better every year. Uh, Shanahan's got them on a tight, tight rope. And they are just ready to cross that thing and get to the other side. So I don't see like any other team. Uh, Philadelphia has a great shot. Jalen Hurts. I mean, ugh, I hate Philadelphia. But I give props where props are due. And, I mean, they have a solid team. I mean, you cannot deny it. They proved it last year when they went to the Super Bowl. They can get there. Can they get there twice in a row? I don't think so. I think they're going to stop as like, in the divisional round this year and be done with it. Uh, I think this is going to be the year either the 49ers or the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl. I was like, more than likely it's going to be the 49ers unless something major happens, but uh, like, those are going to be my top picks going into the this year. Now, uh, the overall, I mean, I... On Sundays, I love watching football. I can sit at noon, kick around, have a couple cold ones, enjoy myself, and that is a day for me. But <clears throat> as I get, let's take a little break, clear my throat, and then we'll wrap this show up with a little segment. We had a few th- uh, deaths this, sh- <laughs> this week. going to talk about that and wrap this show up for the week. Be right back. All right, and we're back. 
getting ready to wrap this show up, but something I definitely wanted to talk about. We had three celebrity deaths this week, and they happened. It seemed like it was back to back to back. I mean, I could not, uh, I mean, I was in shock, complete shock about one of them. Uh, first one, we started out with the hardcore legend, Terry Funk. The, the professor at Funk U. Was it part of the Funk Brothers? I mean, this man uh, was is a hardcore legend. Uh, he was hardcore before anybody else even thought about being hardcore. Uh, had a couple stints as it with uh, WWE as Chainsaw Charlie, Terry Funk. But it was overall... Uh, a story career he lasted into his 60s. He wrestled till he couldn't wrestle anymore. And even whenever he was hobbling out to the ring, barely moved, he would still sell out his uh, area because people were coming to see Terry Funk. And didn't matter who he was wrestling, he was going to give you everything he got for that, in however long that match was. It didn't matter what it was. But uh, a lot of people, if you don't know, follow wrestling. He was in the movie Roadhouse as one of the big uh, bouncer guys with the attitude that got fired. So he was as a, uh, did a few movies and a few things like that as well. He wasn't just a wrestler. He extended his uh, sights out to the big screen. Now, the second one we had was the one I was shocked the most about. Uh, Bray Wyatt as a, a WWE wrestler who better known as the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, Wyatt family, one of my better the better storylines that WWE has made in the past five years. Uh, he he brought that creepy, edgy darkness that uh, until then, him really was owned by the Undertaker and Kane. Nobody else had that same kind of feeling to him. I mean, he uh, was literally not even peaked in his career. Um, he was also, his brother, Bo Dallas, uh, also in the WWE and XT, and his father, which was, uh, the WWE Hall of Famer IRS, Mike Rotunda, he, so he comes from a wrestling family, wrestling background, he's been doing it for years, he was born and raised to be a wrestler, and he finally found his calling as the uh, Bray Wyatt, Wyatt family, and he nailed it, killed it. Uh, one of my favorite characters, and uh, it was just, just, I was in shock and awe whenever I saw that. 36 years old, uh, illness overtook him. He as it was definitely, like I said, not even hit his prime yet. I was excited to see the last time he came on, was doing a little bit on Raw with The Undertaker, kind of a passing of the torch type thing. And I was like, okay, we're about to get into him now. And we never saw him again. Uh, just shows you, I was like, illness doesn't know, doesn't take breaks, and it doesn't choose sides. It doesn't care who you are or how old you are. Uh, so that was a complete shock, and I'm truly heartbroken like, over that. And uh, my condolences go out to both families. Now, the third death, well... People could come see it coming, but I think a little bit, everybody, some some of us were still shocked. Bob Barker, The Price is Right. 
the host for so many decades. Decades, people. Decades. Now, Bob Barker passes away at the age of 99. He literally got as close to a dollar as you possibly can without going over. And so if there was another way for him to go out, I don't know what it would be. That was literally the perfect one. But uh, so many, whenever we were young, I was like... uh, people still watch it today it's the price is right still going with old drew carey but uh bob barker was always a part of kids i was like at ten thirty. i was like you know you were going to be up watching price is right that was one of your favorite shows as a kid that was one of the things you got to see whenever you were homesick so uh but you know he also one of the big things about bob barker a lot of people know him from happy gilmore whenever he got in a fist fight with adam sandler which was actually he chose he did not want to have a stunt double for the punching and everything he wanted to do it uh he fancied himself a boxer of all things and which comes to uh good reason because he was actually enlisted into the navy uh he was actually he was in college uh dropped out after two years to enlist in the navy to fight in world war ii uh, never saw combat. I was like, but he was like, all right. But he, so he came back, started focusing on his career, and got a few gigs in radio. I was like, which well, he had one of those voices for radio. Uh, then eventually worked a couple things on TV, and then got his big one, The Price Is Right. Once he finally got that, that's what he did until the day he was tired of doing it. Now, of course, there was always scandals and stuff around him. That's it, that. Hey, it is what it is. It happens. And nobody, uh, the people that know the truth are not talking about it anymore, so uh, we'll let that dog lie. But my heartfelt uh, condolences go out to all three families. Uh, it, uh, there was three people, very well-known, a couple of them that were legends, and a couple of, one that was a rising star. So, uh, you know... I like the Grim Reaper comes and he doesn't care. But I say that is one of the I wanted to hit, touch on those for just a few moments because that was kind of one of the things that I was just blown away this week. See, I was like reading it. I'm like, you're kidding me. Thought it was fake for a moment on a couple of them. But that being said, we're gonna wrap this week up. Was like, uh, thank you for listening. I know it's just me. I didn't have any guests. I will have someone in next week. I was like, I got a couple people in mind. And, you know, we got some great ideas coming up. I was like, for also going to YouTube. So please check us out on that as well, posting some videos. Remember, I'll talk about it. You be about it.